Hello, and welcome to the What the What podcast. That's that's <laughs> not your usual thing. No, but this today's episode's about music, so that's true. Nothing wrong with it. I've just I'm used to yelling, yeah, yeah, punching the air, and hello, things. and welcome to the What the What podcast, like that. Yeah, but I mean it's fine to sing. Fine. I'm your host, Eric Creech, and joining me today. Now that he's done asking Delilah what it was like in New York City, Kyle Whitley. Here I am. Um, we are uh, recording this, uh, the second episode we're recording tonight. Uh, this one will also be going up on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Howdy. Howdy. Um, and super excited for this episode. I think I've been looking forward to this episode for a while because this is one of the ones we talked about when we first started putting mm-hmm. together ideas for the podcast back in June. I'm really excited about this so one. If this microphone doesn't stop sliding down, you know. The Incredible Hulk last week, you know, I just didn't have as much to say. I thought it was all right. It's Incredible Hulk. It, it kinda, was okay. It's a turd. But, uh, <laughs> as Hunter would say. As it Hunter Brown would say, it's a turd. It, it was okay. I mean, it was a necessary one to cover. because. Well, I mean, we, turds are necessary because if you don't have them, <laughs> you'll die. But so we have to have them. Now we're moving forward. We're oh here. My goodness. We're moving into things that we care about, that we are passionate about. Wow. Things that mean a lot to us. If, if, I, if I cut this up and use it as a preview clip for that week, people are not going to know what to think. I hope you do. I hope it's just me like saying turd 20 times. <laughs> Turd's a fun word. It even rhymes with word. The old turd word. Uh, we're not even going to get into any small talk here. Um, that, today we are talking about love songs, our favorite love songs, because this week, uh, when this comes out, will be Valentine's Day. Yes. Now, I'm someone who doesn't care for Valentine's Day. That's fine. Because I feel like if you're going to show love and appreciation for someone, you do it every day. You don't do it I because, do. because Hallmark told you to. You know? Um, but I don't buy it from Hallmark. I buy it. <laughs> For my wife that I love, that's and I true. do it all the time anyway. Yeah, like, that's that's the thing. You, you know, don't wait, I don't wait for one. Don't day. wait for the special day. But do I do it all celebrate. The time. It's exciting to go out and do something. You know, to save a little bit of money and do something. Right. But we try to do that like once a month anyway. If I do anything on Valentine's Day, it's not because I'm celebrating Valentine's Day. Sure. Okay. I'm, so I'm, it's I'm, like I want to go ahead and put that out there. Okay. Um, so it's like getting gifts on December 25th, but you're not celebrating Christmas. Basically, yeah. That doesn't make sense. It makes plenty of sense. None. We have an agreement. Anyway, um, we are excited to explore love songs today with this next episode. But we have to do this at the beginning of every episode, people. Otherwise, how do we grow the show? Before we do that, if you haven't, please subscribe to us. Uh, on one of the following pop platforms, uh, we have the old <laughs> the, the, the jump on the old platforms. <laughs> I am terrible with my words tonight. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, Overcast, Castro, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, and Radio Public. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll put up the little the slide that will have them all listed because I know I'm going to rapid fire. Um, they won't be able to see your hand if the screen's up. That's fine. So, They'll be like, what um, was he doing behind that? But that if you're looking there. for us, make sure you search for What the What Media. All, All one, one word. word. And please rate and review us five stars. Five stars only. You can talk about how wrong I am for, for Valentine's using the word Day. Turd. Or you can talk not a bad word. Or you can blast me for saying, you know, that I think Valentine's Day is pointless and worthless. It is, by the way. Um, so bash him with five stars. But yeah, we, we would rather be bashed with five stars. And on, on this clip, uh, it shows five stars on the little slide there. Um, also, folks. Now, if it's showing stars there. Well, it's just like the star outline. Did it show turds a little while ago? No, it did not. I'm okay. not putting together a turd slide. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. Also, go ahead, if you're not frightened by us by now, and follow us on Twitter at WTW underscore media. That's, again, WTW underscore media. And on Facebook and Instagram at what the what media. This episode, again, as I mentioned, will also be on YouTube. Uh, once we get 100 subscribers... We can then apply for a custom URL. Then it'll be youtube.com slash whatthewhatmedia. Um, so uh, make sure you subscribe to us when you see us posting on our social media uh, about YouTube. Go to YouTube and click subscribe, and we will thank you. Um, we're sure. actually probably going to run a promotion uh, in a couple of weeks yeah. or months or whatever to try to uh, boost our subscriber count by sharing this. And we might have a nice little What the What mug, yes. maybe a nice little uh, Funko Pop. Um, to give away, not we're, of us because we don't have Funko Pops of Eric and I. I wonder if we could find someone to make. Those. I'm sure you can. You get. I mean, they I, used to do blank ones way yeah, back in the day, but yeah. I don't know if we have the money to do that. We don't really have a budget. I mean, right now we're struggling to pay the fourteen dollars hosting fee. So, um, anyway, um, one more thing: if you like this episode or any of the other thirty-three 
33. You know what? That's that's Uh, how old I'm turning this month. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, We're we're playing a show uh, on your birthday, which is pretty cool. We have to go celebrate the night before, though. Um, We can celebrate that night, too. Here, here. Here, here. Um, The other 33 episodes of the What the What podcast, if you like any of those or this episode, then we have another request. Trying to grow the show. We want to get more listeners, and we need your help to do that. Um, How can you help? Well, it's very simple. Please share this episode with just one friend that you think would like it. It doesn't have to be everybody, just one person. Yeah. Um, It doesn't have to be everybody, just one friend would be suffice for us. Um, If you share it on social media, and we will tag you, uh, or you make sure you tag us, and we'll shout you out next episode when we record. Shout. So, shout. You know, come on and shout now. Yeah. You know, you make me wanna. It's totally not what I'm thinking about. Never mind. Tears for fears, man. Oh, that's a good one too. It's too Ride late. Write it all out. No, it's too late now. These are the things you're getting way up on your microphone. I can do it. There you go. There you go. Come on. All right. On today's episode, we are diving into our top love songs. Do we deep dive? Do we really need to give a spoiler warning for this? If we do, here it is. Today's episode, we'll be discussing love songs and possibly going into details about each song. So if you don't want to have lyrics spoiled, well. Listen for the song title, then go and look it up on Spotify before we continue. I don't think we're going to be talking about anything explicit either. I know I joked about singing that Boys the Men song, um, but uh, I don't think we're going to be doing that. So I don't think end I need of the to, road. Uh, yeah, that one. End I, of the road. I don't think I need to give a warning. This contains adult content, but we'll let you make the call if you want to hear. Uh, if you want your kids, to loves listen. the passionate thing, man. It is. Um, so we'll let you make the call if you want your kids to listen to us expositive about love songs. That's, that's your not- call. <laughs> I'm excited about this episode, but something I'm more excited about is to hear what Devon has to say about it. See, he already gives us a hard time once he found out that we both cried together while watching okay, let's be The so Lion King. We didn't cry together. We cried independently. See, it wasn't, he's and it wasn't The Lion King. It was Toy Story 4. Well, that too. Okay. I'm talking about I when Fossa died. The Toy Story 4 is a sad movie as well. We cried independently. We were not together. I think Erica was in between us. His wife was in between us. We didn't really we weren't even together. He's a little worried. You can hear him. I am his a little worried. Trying to talk really w- fast. <laughs> Devon already gives us a hard time about he that. He gives us a hard time. So I just want to make I sure can we already, clear the air. There's so nothing can, wrong with that. I can already see now what he's going to say about two beard big bearded dudes bearded talking about dudes love songs. Talking about love songs <laughs> together. Well, with that in mind, it's time. Let's get it on. Oh, that's not helping. That's a little explicit there. <laughs> Y'all turn. Kyle, you go first. Uh, we'll see as actually, I... T- actually, sorry. Okay. Um, before we jump into that, sorry. Um, Kevin Svigny, uh, my coworker, good friend, um, really, you know, just great guy altogether. He uh, said that J.D. Greer has a thought that he, is sh- that he has shared where every love song is written, uh, that's written is really expressing a desire for a closer relationship with God. So I think that's an interesting way to kind of look at the love song angle. Um, so with that in mind, what's your number one? Uh, well, it doesn't have to be your number one, but your first entry into the list. Mine is going to be a story today. Uh, one through five for me is going to be a journey. You're going to jump on this journey with me. Uh, each song for me, I don't, I didn't pick songs that maybe, you know, have something for me where I think it's the best love songs ever written. For me, I chose love songs that stand out to me uh, and maybe moments in my life. So. For me, middle school dances were a huge thing for me. Yeah, they were. Uh, so a lot of my love songs come from that time period. Now, there's one or two that maybe jump out of that time period, but uh, we're going to travel back in time to 1998, 1999. I was in sixth grade. If you hear a whining dog, I promise the dog's okay. It's, it's just Scooby. on the other it's side Scooby. of the door. he whines all the time. Uh, this song is the first song I ever slow danced okay. with a girl. Nice. During. Uh, I remember growing up, I've always been a fat kid, especially in sixth grade. I had a bowl cut and no beard, so you don't want to see that. But uh, Okay, uh, we got to dig out photos for um, one of our posts this week. Sure. Um, that, I will take my yearbook episode. picture where I bowl cut, fat kid, no girl would want to date that. Uh, but it was me, and that's who I was. But I remember in sixth grade, I got up the nerve to ask Brandy Brinchek if she would dance with me. And she said yes. So, uh, From This Moment by Shania Twain. Very nice. I give my hand to you with all my heart. Yes, great. When I'm going to keep going. That's an amazing build-up right there, just so you know. Guitar solo comes in. Bam, bam. It's a great one. Uh, 
But I remember girl, uh, dancing with her. That I, had knew, I didn't know who Shania Twain was. I didn't listen to popular music at the time. Uh, but I remember riding around in my sister's car. She's five years older than I was. It was around the era of making burnt CDs for the first time. And somebody had given her a burnt CD. Same way that for a generation before us, somebody may have made a mixtape for them to listen to. They yes. thought of them and made them a mixtape. Uh, her boyfriend at the time had made a mixed CD. And this song was on there. And nice. I remember riding in her car and all of a sudden that coming on and being like, wait a second, that's the one uh, that I danced with her. I mean, it engraved in my heart, in my mind. Like It's that still there song. to this day, 20 years sure. later. It's something that stuck out. Now, like the relationship, nothing happened. We didn't become boyfriend and girlfriend. No. you know, But you thought it was, though, because you're like, I slow dance with her. This yeah. means that we're going to be together. And you know, I give my hand to you with all my heart. Like, these words were engraved in me. I just knew this is what was going to happen. Like it, it showed me what a marriage was going to look like one day, a relationship. I mean, my whole life flashed before me, you know, as we left, you know, a space for Jesus between us when we danced with each other. You know, there was all that <laughs> happening. You could tell he's worked with youth. <laughs> yes. But uh, I don't know. It's just for me, for that's the one, the first song I ever remember being like a love song, a slow song. Uh, and it's still with me for a long time, obviously, that I still remember it to this day. Uh, it's just something for me being a guy that had never had a girlfriend up until this point, had never even had a girl that shared interest in it per se in me to take the time to dance with me. Like it's one of those things that you just make, you blow out of proportion in your mind to be like, Oh, you know, love for the first time. You had any idea of that? Uh, but that's the one that stood still, that's you know, cool. still the test of time for me. As an aside, um, since you, this is the first song you slow dance, I, this is not on my list, but um, the first slow song or dance, uh, slow dance song mm -hmm. that I danced to was with Terry Boyette in okay. se seventh grade. And it was to Leanne Rhymes, uh, How Do I Breathe Without You? That's another good one. I didn't even think How about that. How do it. I breathe without you? I want to know. That's a great one. <laughs> it was a great one. And I was the same way, though, because I, I don't know. I don't think I was a fat kid, um, at least not in seventh I grade. Um, seventh grade's a different picture. I, I feel like I was, or, you know, I feel like I was a decent looking guy, but I was also not like the hottest looking guy. Like there was other. You, you know, know why? Because you had the same bowl cut that I that, had. That's it. That's, that's it. exactly so, why. Um, I, uh, yeah. So uh, I also had to compete with like Alex Winders and. Josh here, and they, they just had naturally better hair than I did. That's Ob true. Obviously, obviously. But they can't so, pull um, off the bald look like you can, yeah. though. So anyway, but um, that was the first song I'd ever danced to. But that's not on my list, uh, but I figured it'd be a nice little... That's good. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. So, I'd um, love to hear that in your comments. Like, it's not too late. Come back and post... Yeah, come back and tell us what was the first slow song you ever danced, ever danced to. to. Like, so. It's just something I think stands in your heart forever. So... so um, my my list is a little different. Your, yours is taking you on a journey. Yes. Mine is just um, songs that I really love. Um, and... Uh, this first song is a very recent song, but I have really like fallen for it. Um, and it actually knocked out another song by the same artist. Um, it's Lover by Taylor Swift. Okay. Um, it knocked out Love Story, which I always thought was a great song. Um, but well, that's this, the story about the person, though. Um, and, but with each song, I have a favorite lyric, and I just talk okay. about why I like it. But sure. And I might even sing the lyric. I don't know. You do um, your thing, man. I, I will do my thing. Let so, Devon worry about what he wants to worry right. about. That's right. We'll be uh, who we are. Favorite lyric is actually the beginning of the song. It says, we can, leave, oh, we can leave the Christmas lights up till January. This is our place. We make the rules. And there's a dazzling haze, a mysterious way about you, dear. Have I known you 20 seconds or 20 years? And I just really love that, you know, that you know, I'm picturing this couple that's the first year they're together. Mm -hmm. And they're no longer living like separately. They're, 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 they're married and they're living together. And they're like, this is our house. We can leave the Christmas lights up as long as we want. We, get, we make the rules. We, we are in this together. We do things. And just that line, have I known you 20 seconds or 20 years, how... You know, I imagine in a great love story, you can tell me because you, you're in a great love story right now. Um, is that how time goes? You know, does it feel like either 20 seconds or 20 years, depending? Sure. Like, you know, in, in, in a good way, not, not mm -hmm. saying it feels, yeah, like, yeah, it it feels like 20 years. It's like, no, I, I can't discern because ever since I've been with you, time has been still. It's been 13 yeah. years, so, but like it doesn't seem like it at all. But at the same time, it's, you, I've, we've lasted so long, there's things that I don't remember now. That's the thing. And then, so uh, with this song, I really just feel like it, um, it just really captures, um, really captures that uh, feeling and that essence. Something yeah. that I hope to feel one day. You will. Um, I think I will. Um, so that's my number one. It's like I said, not a very long uh, message, but um, yeah, I just I love the song. I can play it on the piano. Um, it's it's fantastic. So lover, Taylor Swift. Lover. Nice number two. 
we're moving on. It still may be technically 1999, uh, 2000 era. I'm in seventh grade at this point. And the song is, I knew I loved you before I met you. I think I dreamed you into life. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, Savage Garden. Savage one Garden. One of my honorable mentions. I Savage Garden was fantastic. I was not standing with anybody on a mountain or bathing with anyone in a sea. Instead, I just knew I loved you before I met you. Uh, oh, wow. That's a fantastic song. First real girlfriend okay. ever. This is We've gone from the fat kid that got a dance to, Dude, now he has to a girlfriend. seventh grade. This is how I, how I got this girlfriend. Was this the girl from my grade? Ashley Woodall. Yes, yes. okay. I was at a school dance, as most of these are going to come up. Uh, I was at a middle school dance, seventh grade, and I remember her walking up to me. I knew who she was, but I didn't know really anything about her. She asked me to dance with her. I think it may have been this song. Uh, we danced together. By the end of the uh, the dance, she had written a note and gave it to me. Turns out, I think I've mentioned this I on the podcast before. I love this story. <laughs> but uh, she had written a note, and I guess, like thinking back on it, I guess we didn't like dance and go sit together. Like I guess we danced, and then she went and wrote a note. Well, you uh, well back in those days, and maybe it's still true now. Mm-hmm. You had the boys on one side mm-hmm. and the girls on the other. That's so true. you would come together for the dance, and then you'd go your separate ways. And then you know, once you were official, you would sit together. And you would try to like hold hands where yes. you couldn't see it because exactly, then you'd get in trouble. Yeah, you don't want to get in trouble. No. You gotta leave enough room for Jesus there, even the, in even in public school. The cool part about this is not to like go off way off off story, but these dances all occurred in your workplace. Yes. Literally. Where I work now, all these dances literally literally in the micro what is now the micro gym. It used to be North the, Johnston Middle School gymnasium. The gym that you literally that's your office. Yeah. All these great memories. like My, my first dance happened in there. I didn't yes. think of that. That's yes. crazy. All this happens where you go every oh day. Oh, my goodness. So tomorrow, like I know you were talking the other night about how they fixed your speaker. Yeah. You should play the song over, you know, Leanne Rhymes over the loudspeaker. I might do that. I, I, I played a bunch of these songs today during class, and I told my kids, it's, you know, it might, the workout music might be a little slower, but I'm doing some research. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, back to the story anyway, though. I get a note from her at the end of the uh, the dance. And it says, my name's Ashley Woodall. We date now. Uh, she <laughs> Not, told me, do you want to be my girlfriend, girlfriend um, or boyfriend or whatever? No, we date. Yes. She uh, has decided that y'all were dating. Yes, she was a year older than me. She was in eighth grade. She decided that we were dating. She told me her favorite color was like Carolina blue. She told me Great that choice. she loved softball. Uh, and then um, some other things. She told me like she loved Pine Level, blah, blah, blah. And then she said that our song is I Know I Loved You Before I Met You by Savage Garden. So I was like, okay, I know this now. I finally have a song with somebody. That's, a, that's awesome. That was a big thing. Like, you know, for me saying that as a 30, almost 33 year old man, that sounds a little like whatever. But for me being seventh grade, that was a thing. Like, right. it was huge. Right. The fact, you know, that was almost as great as holding a girl's hand as the fact that all of a sudden it said, you know, we have a song together. Right. Uh, but she told me that. And, Ever since then, it's one of those things, you know, we broke up. We were on and off probably a year or two or a little bit more or whatever, but never like insanely serious. But for me, always knowing that that was the first time you ever had a song with somebody. There's a lot of quotations that are going to happen today, folks. A song with somebody. A song. Uh, that's always one that kind of stuck out to me. It's one of the ones that, you know, I even went and bought the CD. I didn't even illegally download it. I, I bought that one, and I would go on later. Was illegal downloading a thing in late nineteen ninety? Well, it was 2000, and my sister okay, was graduating, okay. so I know at that point she got her I know in 2002, because uh, that's when I got um, Napster and Kaza, see, I, allegedly. I'm not see, admitting it, to any crime on video. At allegedly. this point, I didn't have, you know, it probably didn't exist for me, but I would always get stuff from my sister and her friends later. They were five years older than me, so they would help me out with stuff like that. Uh, but I remember having the CD, and I remember, like, I would never listen to this with somebody in the car with me. I wouldn't listen, you know, when my parents are downstairs. But you would always, even years later, listen to that. And it had just a special meaning to you. It's right. not, like I said, you're not still lovesick over somebody. It's just a matter of there's something about that connection that you had for the first time in your life that was your song. And so you would listen to that and it would, you know, just bring back those memories of having that. And so, like I said, not the best love song in the world. Same way with a lot of the things I'm talking about today. But uh, just a great memory for me moving forward. And how that connection I think happened. I figured out like the like you, so you're telling me your journey in my love journey. Songs. Me, mine is like my hopes. Like okay, I, and that's the, great. Ho- the hopeless romantic in me. Yes, s- seeing these things and wanting what I'm seeing. And mm-hmm. I think that those are the main differences in our yeah. lives. So my number two is uh, by Brad Paisley. Okay, um, she's everything. Everything. And in this song, 
um, he talks about the woman he's with um, and just talks with so so, so much reverence mm-hmm. um, and just describes all the things that he loves about her. And it's just, it's so incredible. Uh, my favorite lyric, uh, she's the hand that I'm holding when I'm on my knees and praying. She's the answer to my prayer and she's the song that I'm playing and she's everything I ever wanted. And everything I need. Oh man, nice. When I talk about her, I go on and on and on. Cause she's everything to me. And just that line. That was a great one. Everything I talk about her, when I talk about her, I go on and on and on. And I can just imagine being so much in love with someone. And just wanted to talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to have that kind of love seems really, really special to me. So uh, my number two, She's Everything by Brad Paisley. By the way, I'm putting together of all of our lists, I'm putting together a Spotify playlist. That's we awesome. Sh- we will share it. I will uh, glad the, listen to that all day. The um, I'm going to have all our songs and all the listener songs on it. It's a sh- big list. Yes, it is. And I'm going to share it. Um, the week that our podcast comes out, maybe even uh, a couple of days before Valentine's Day. For those of you who celebrate Valentine's yeah. Day, you can uh, have a bunch of great love songs listed on. You know, also be a get a candlelight dinner at your house. Don't even have to do anything big, but just have that playing in the background. Yep. And so, like you know, eat some steak or salad or sushi or whatever it is you want to eat that night. Yeah, great so, times. So, what number three for you? Number three. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep Cause I miss you, babe And I don't want to miss a thing Yeah, we'll stop there before we go on and on. Uh, I love that song. Moving on to uh, eighth grade for me. Who sings this again? Aerosmith. Aerosmith, Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Little backstory, Aerosmith was the first band that I ever got into. So, uh, you know, growing up listening to oldies, that's what my mom listened to. Uh, And that's what you listen to in the car. But uh, for me, when I finally like stepped out, I remember seeing Mrs. Doubtfire and Dude Looks Like a Lady was in there. And I was like, who is that? That's cool. And so I bought Permanent Vacation, an Aerosmith album. And so I loved Aerosmith from the get-go. They got me into other bands and other stuff. But that was the first band I got into. And so all of a sudden, you know, and I was probably in middle school by the time I got into them. So to see them put out something new, that was on the radio all the time was really cool for me. This was an Armageddon, right? Yes, because Permanent Vacation was a lot older. Right. Uh, it's not some new album that had just come out. I just went and found Dude Looks Like a Lady on an album and just listened to it. Uh, so it was cool to see something new coming out. So first off, it meant something to me because it was a band I really liked. It was for the first time about the artist and the song more so than just some random memory that I got thrown into with it. Um, I remember being in eighth grade, though, and loving this song and just knowing the passion behind it. I loved Steven Tyler's voice. I loved all the band, just the instruments, the guitar in it, and the harmonies in the song, especially as the song goes on. There's so many harmonies. Steven Tyler goes crazy over top of it. But uh, something for me, I remember being in eighth grade. I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. I remember that much, but always like kind of holding this song special and wanting to dance with somebody, you know, specifically for the first time, wanting to dance with somebody during the song and it meaning something to you and it not being, this is the song we dance to, so I love this song. Like, it's just a song that meant something to you with no relation to anybody else. Uh, and from my memory, the only person I ever danced to this song with was my best friend, Molly Godwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, you know, we were never had, a, like, a romantic relationship or, you know, whatever you have in eighth grade, nothing like that. It was never that. You know, whenever I moved in across the street from her when I was three years old or four years old, we just were best friends growing up together all through that point. And so in eighth grade, like, I asked her to dance. She wasn't dancing with anybody. Nobody else was, you know, and I wasn't. And the song came on, so I asked her to dance. So she danced with me. Nothing went on from there. It was just two good friends just dancing with each other. But um, that's something that's always been strong in my heart where, like, I thought about her and not same way. You don't. Love is so much bigger than just a romantic relationship with somebody. It's the friendships you have with people. And so that song always stood out to me. Uh, last year, she tragically passed away. Right. So even that, listening to that song since then, has a whole new meaning for me. Or um, I don't want to close my eyes. I wish she was still here. Uh, I wish you know she moved away a long time ago, and we didn't get the connection that we used to have or stay in contact as much. Um, because you know I don't want to miss one thing. You know I don't want to miss the moments. You know because she had two kids that I wish I was a part of their lives more and see saw that side of things and not to like take a total deep dive into some sadness over here. But deep diving's my thing. Yeah, that's your thing. But for me, that was that's a song that I hear now and I think about it differently than I did when I was in eighth grade. 
Uh, it doesn't make me sad. It just makes me thankful for the times I did have with her, and it makes me just think about, you know, how you wish you could still have that some person with you, and um, just to have that friendships that you had from then. But um, it's an interesting connection to the last episode we, uh, well, the first episode we did on music, which was back last mm-hmm. summer, uh, the summer music, mm-hmm. and uh, the Kenny Chesney song. I go back talks about songs that. Uh, somewhere had uh, been stepped into our lives, and it mm-hmm. takes us to another place in time. And over time, sometimes you know those songs, the meanings of them to you change sure. based on the circumstances in life. So I, I, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Before. Number uh, three. Uh, my number three. Um, this is a. It's not like a conventional love song because it, um, it's "I Won't Let You Go" by Switchfoot and Lauren Daigle. Okay. And I think the idea behind it is really talking about God. Um, not not letting you go. God always kind of being mm-hmm. there. In, but I can also picture it being something between a strong couple, which, you know, again, God being in the, the forefront of that as well. Um, but it's just a really awesome song between the t- um, Switchfoot, um, John Foreman, and um, Lauren Daigle. Um, my favorite lyric actually comes from the very end of the song before they do the, um, the last chorus. Um, there ain't no darkness strong enough that could tear you out from my heart. No, there ain't no strength that's strong enough that could tear this love apart. Never gonna let you go. Yeah, I mean, I, there was some harmonies in there that I, you know, would need to have, you know, you could have been Lauren Daigle there, but um, I was too busy pointing. But um, it's just, a, it's a, it's a great, you know, those lyrics just having, you know, knowing that there's nothing that can separate you, nothing sure. that's strong enough to rip love apart, mm-hmm. is super powerful to me. And so uh, it makes my list for that reason alone. Um, so, yeah, back to story time with Kyle. Number story four. time with me. I love it. I've moved on. We've taken a, a giant leap here. Giant leap forward. Uh, I think I, I'm out of high school at this point, so we made a big uh, big. Didn't leap. even mention prom. I don't remember a single song from my prom. I don't either. <laughs> and, that, and don't go off thinking, like, Kyle was drunk off his tail. No, like, I didn't. I didn't have anything to drink. I just don't. I remember fun times, and I remember hanging out with people. I wasn't dating anyone at any, like, my junior or senior year prom. I went with people who were just friends with, so I don't yeah. have some special moments. I have no special songs from prom. No. Sorry. I, mean, I had a good time. I had a good time at all four of the ones I went to. I went to three. Yeah. But yeah. good times. Good times. Fun anyway. Times. I'll be your crying shoulder. I'll be love suicide. And I'll be... Better when I'm older, I'll be the greatest man of your, fan of your life. Fan of your life. Fan yeah. of your life. <laughs> we hesitated there, and I got confused. I uh, love how I know every one of your songs. It's really cool. First off, Erica gets—I don't say she gets this annoyed. Edwin McCain. By Edwin the way. McCain. I'll be. Erica gives me a hard time about this song. Not, not the. Uh, she likes the song too. Right. One of the greatest love songs ever written, in my opinion, uh, especially just musically. It's just a great song. Evan McCain's voice is awesome and amazing for this song. But uh, this was mine in an ex-girlfriend song. It was an hour song from an ex-girlfriend. Our song is a slamming screen door. Something like that. Okay. But uh, but when you're on the phone and you talk real slow, because it's late and your mama don't. Sorry. Your no, song, none your of song. those songs. No, that's not even on my list, but you know, our uh, song. So go ahead. But this song, uh, for me, it was a song I grew up loving regardless. Uh, it was just, it had nothing to do per se with that relationship that I had. It's more so the song was an amazing song. And so I was still in that mindset too. Like, and even growing up in high school, you know, a little after that, you still, and probably like all ages, because I think of even my parents, you know, having a song that means, you know, it's your song with somebody special. Um, and so my girlfriend and I, that was our song or whatever. And so Erica's giving me hard times later because she'll joke and be like, oh, that's such a great song. Oh, wait, that was your and Katie's song. Like, and she like, and don't get me wrong. Erica loves Katie. They're great friends. And there's a big backstory with all that that I could share. And it, I don't have enough time. No, but no. Um, <laughs> but they're friends. We're friends. Everything is, is great and how it should be. Uh, but so she'll give me a hard time about that sometimes. And it's fun, whatever. But uh, the song in general, it's a great song. Uh I remember the first time I probably heard it, it was on the first season, I think, uh, finale of Dawson's Creek. Okay. My sister, like I said, is five years older than me, so she loved Dawson's Creek. So in turn, I ended up watching Dawson's Creek because growing up, we had smaller TVs and stuff, but like you mostly watched TV on one big TV in your house. 
Uh, and so we grew up watching that together because she was older. She got control of the remote. Even to the point that as she moved on, like I continued watching because you're addicted at that point. Right. Uh, but I remember hearing it for the first time on that song. Uh, and I think it's cool too. Like I have a live Edwin McCain DVD, you know, some older back in the day. Uh, but he's talking about the story behind this song. And he was talking about how he was hanging out in a bar in Chapel Hill because he's, you know, North Carolina. Uh, and he said that there was this drunk guy that was sitting on a waitress and he was just doing a horrible job at it. He just kept trying to flirt with her and kept trying to talk to him and she just really wasn't having it. Nothing about it. But then finally she gave him a chance. And he said that he was just hanging off to the side watching it because even the guy was doing so bad that you almost started rooting for the guy to maybe just be able to pull something off here. Uh, and she kind of gave him a, a little bit of a break and said, you know, you know, I just really just don't like my job right now. And he said, <laughs> the next line was great. He looked over and said, oh, baby, I'll be your crying shoulder. And he said, <laughs> Evan McCain said, Napkin and a pen, please. <laughs> like, so that's where that key line from that song came from was just hanging out in the bar and hearing wow. that guy say that, saying, Baby, I'll be your crying shoulder. Oh, uh, man. And so I, that's where that comes from. A side note I wish I just had like the ability to get inspiration from and be able to write a song just from. You're just that. not hanging out in the right places, I Apparently guess. Apparently not. Those like elementary school kids just aren't saying cool they're, enough things. They're, for, not, they're not inspirational enough for us. Apparently. I mean, at least for love so, songs. That's cool. Uh, but that, that'll be my number four. How about cool. you? Um, my number four, um, back to my journey into what I hope to find one day, um, it, it talks about, uh, in one of the verses, uh, this is Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Okay. Um, first time I ever heard this was actually at Youth Group um, back in 2014, 15, um, when we were doing Wednesday nights mm -hmm. in the building. We didn't have the, um, the trailers out back. Mm -hmm. This is before I was in, uh, I had taken, Andy was still in charge. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I remember hearing the song and just thinking it was a beautiful song, but looking at the lyrics and just hearing it a couple of more times uh, beyond that, um, my um, favorite lyric talks about you know how people fall in love in mysterious ways, and it gets me thinking, you know, when do you know that you're in a great love story? You know, how does it come apart? How does it happen? It's something I'm trying to figure out now because sometimes I feel like it comes out of nowhere. They do most of the and, time, and um, and that's just uh, ours did. Yeah, and that's just super like just intriguing to me um my favorite lyric i'm thinking about how people fall in love in mysterious ways maybe it's all part of a plan but i'll just keep on making the same mistakes hoping that you'll understand the baby i and i'm not gonna sing the chorus but um just that right there, you know, people fall in love in mysterious ways. Maybe it's all part of the plan, and I, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it because it mm -hmm. makes, in a way, it makes sense, and it makes no sense. Yep, how great love stories happen. So it's always cool though, because like like I said, mine has a funny background to it and everything else. It's always cool to look back and see because most of the time you're not really expecting it, you're not looking hard for it, you um, know. Yeah, and sometimes you're looking really hard and you miss everything completely, and yeah. then it just happens out of nowhere. So. Things like that happen. It's really cool to see that. Happen. It's really cool to you just kind of see it just mm -hmm. again come out of nowhere, mm -hmm. and it, it's really neat. So anyway, you're number five. My number five. I'm not going to sing right away because you would have no clue what it is, oh. uh, and I don't mean that as your. I'm four for four so far with yours. <laughs> this one's not a big one. Uh, it's big for me. Uh, this is mine and my wife's song. I was waiting for it. I knew this was going to be. We the got last there, one. folks. This is we made it. The journey. We started with my first dance, first girlfriend. Uh, my previous girlfriend, and then now we finally made it to the one. Yep. The lady that was put on this earth to be my wife, me put on the surf to be her man. Uh, I don't know. That sounds like a, a song right there. Inspiration, napkin, right. please. Napkin, <laughs> please. Uh, but uh, we started dating in January. We started talking like January of 2007, uh, but we'd started talking. The first time we ever spoke on the phone with each other was Thanksgiving, the, day, the year before, uh, or like months before. Uh, so we had talked and got to know each other a lot more, but the Spill Canvas was a band that she really loved. I knew the name, and I remember, you know, I may have seen them at places, or at least, you know, on TV or music or whatever, but I didn't really know them. But it was something for her at that time period. It was a big thing for her. I remember her talking about how her and another friend, I want to say, went to Virginia uh, just to see them because they came through, but they didn't come to North Carolina, so they, like, did their big road trip to go see them and everything else. And it was a band that really meant a lot to her. And she shared with me a song called How Does It Feel? 
Uh, and I'll, You're and, right. I don't know this one. Yeah. So. See, there we go. Uh, I, I would be four for five, which is still a really good day at, uh, at the that's, place. That's great. Uh, I totally recommend anybody go and listen to it. It's definitely very different from the rest of the songs is on my a, list. Is it on Spotify? Yeah, everything's it, on there. It will be on the Spotify playlist. Yeah, then. but it's like, how does it feel to know you're everything I need? The butterflies in my stomach, they could bring me to my knees. How does it feel to know you're everything I want? Got a hard time saying this, so I'll sing it in a song. I adore the way you carry yourself. Yeah, we'll keep on going. Awesome. Uh, but going that's, to that's, that's, uh, that's great. But she did that, and I remember, I want to say it was our first Valentine's. So we started dating in uh, January, so perfect for this Valentine's Day episode. But uh, something for me, I think something that's meant so much for Valentine's Day for us was because back then, whenever we first started dating, she lived in Charlotte, and I lived in Kinley. And that's like three and a half to four hours away. It's a drive. And so we did that the first eight months of our relationship. We lived that far away. We are both in college, so it's not like we just went and spent weeks at a time with each other. It'd be maybe one weekend or two weekends out of the month that you would drive all the way one way or the other. Um, and I remember the first Valentine's Day was the first time we got to spend a lot of really like a whole weekend, like or at least a big amount of time with each other and celebrate with each other. We never you know, had a Valentine's Day with each other or anything like that. So we kind of went overboard for what we could do at the time. You know, we were college kids. But uh, I remember she had, she was an art student. She had taken this canvas, painted the whole thing red, and then painted the entire lyrics to this song on uh, the canvas and gave it to me. Uh, we already knew it was kind of like our song. We had, you know, talked about it and stuff. But she went and took the time to do that. She painted butterflies on it and some other stuff on it. It was really cool. That same canvas still hangs over beside our bed. It, like even now to this day, you know, 13 years later, that hangs over our bed now. Uh, and it's just something that just means a lot to me. It's a song we had in our wedding. It's not necessarily a song that you can really dance to. Right. Um, but we had our good friends Casey and John. Uh, they kind of listened to it, did their own rendition of it, and made it their thing. Uh, and so it's just really cool to hear. I um, mean, just something that's important to me. And I think sometimes you have those moments, songs that you'd have no clue about if it wasn't for that one person. Uh, and so something that, like I said, all these other ones, they mean a lot to me just because of the era and you know that those emotions you have at that age. But uh, for something that I have now that's just as strong hearing it now as it was 13 years ago and feeling those same emotions for that person, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, that's my favorite. It's, it's the one. And uh, number five that's for a, me. That's awesome. That's really cool. I, I've, I've actually not heard that, that story before, so that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Okay. Would you say that when you're going through life, mm -hmm. no matter what's coming at you, that Keep no, matter, on going. no matter what it is, mm -hmm. it's better when you're with Erica. Things are better when y'all are together. Oh, yeah. 100%. So my number five is from Jack Johnson. Okay. Better Together. Better Together. And this is a, another not typical like love song. Um, it's not like slow necessarily. It's got its own like little um, rhythm or whatever. Sure. Um, but for me, that that is the um, you know just the the gist of why I put it on the list. Mm -hmm. Even in bad times, you know, you're with someone you love. Hundred percent. They make it. They make that time better. The time that you're with them, it makes it better when mm -hmm. y'all are together. So, favorite lyric: Love is the answer, at least for most of the questions in my heart. Like, why are we here, and where did we go, and how come it's so hard? It's not always easy, and sometimes life can be deceiving. I'll tell you one thing, it's always better when we're together. Ooh, it's always better when we're together. Yeah, we'll look at the stars together. Well, it's always better when we're together. Yeah, it's always better when we're together. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my number five, "Better Together" by Jack Johnson. I have some honorable mentions. I know you have a couple as well. Can I can I do the first one? Yes, go for it. I think this is probably if you're going to say love songs, and especially in a school dance setting, this song should be on top of every person's list. And the only reason it didn't is because I didn't have a memory tied to it. Fair enough. But all my life by Casey. It's and all Jojo, mine. Yes. I mean, and all my life, I pray for someone like you. And I thank God that I that I finally found you. No, I'm sorry, I know. I know y'all have been sitting here watching this video or listening to this podcast this whole time, being like, "Where is it at? Where is it at?" We got it, and it was not on either one of our lists per se. That's one of the best songs. I brought in the new year to this song, folks. This literally, like 2020. 
uh, I was at our good friend Bobby and Nikki's house, and somehow we've been watching TV and doing, like eating and playing games and stuff. And it, right around right before midnight, we came into this moment where Bobby and Nikki were dancing to their their wedding song, and then Mickey and and her husband Kevin were dancing to their wedding song. So we we're all slow dancing together. Bob's got this perfect room in his house that's right beside his kitchen where there's just nothing there. So it's perfect for, oh, you're going to turn some music on? Let's dance. Yes. And then all of a sudden, their brother comes up and says, wait, if we're doing this, you got to play the song. The song. And before anything happened, I knew what was about to come on. All my life, a Casey JoJo comes on, and everybody just gets into it. Yes. That's how I brought in 2020. It doesn't get that, any That's a good enough. way of bringing in the new uh, year. Um, I've got also another one, a Casey yeah. JoJo, uh, Crazy. It yeah. was the other popular song. True. Um, I don't think I can sing that one and do it justice. So, um, what else do you have on your on a bunch? Because uh, I have I have several. So we'll see what happens. I actually went around my work because I'll be honest. This is the most excited I've been about an episode in a while. Like I, I enjoy doing this. I love doing this podcast. Yes. But this is something that's just close to me. So I went and talked to my coworkers. I'm like, "What's your favorite love song?" Because I feel like everybody has one. Okay. At least something stands out. I went and talked to Millie Wilson, and she said that the first one that comes to mind for her is. Uh, Brian McKnight back at one. Yes. yes. Oh my goodness. How I how one. could I not have that one? It's like a dream come true. It's like a dream come true. Two. Two. Just want to be with Just you. Just want to be with you. Three. Three. Girl, it's plain to see that you're the only one for me. me. And five. Four. No. Repeat steps one, two, two three, five. Make you fall in love with me. Yeah, we're getting it all messed up. But whenever uh, I believe my work is done, then I'll start back at one. That's a guy. How did I not have that one on the list? That's another wow. one from our middle school days that just oh sticks you in the heart. There's an insane piano solo at the very beginning. It like is. On the it's non-radio amazing. version. It's with uh, with strings and everything uh-huh. behind it. And uh, another one that she said was, "I cross my heart, George Strait." And that's, that's another that's amazing one that I went back That one almost made my uh, honorable mentions list. Uh, um, I was just going through my, my co-workers, then I'll jump to you, and then I'll then, then we'll jump to social media. And promise to, sorry. Whenever I was talking to Millie, I heard a laugh down the hallway, and I realized it was Roy Jr. that heard me asking them what their favorite love songs were. So I went and talked to him. This is Luke's dad, right? Yes, Luke's okay. dad, Roy Jr. I love, and he I said, love Roy. He said, I heard you say something about middle school dances, and all I could think about was boys to men. So and it was the song, you know, that we won't say. Just so you know, <laughs> like you want me to. Yes, he said honestly, not even just that song. That he like pulled it up on his Spotify right then and started listening to all his boys and men in his office. And he was talking about how boys and men was fantastic. Yeah, back he was in the talking day, about just that second album in general. He just said the whole album is what he thinks about. I went and talked to Amanda Thompson. She agreed all my life. Casey and JoJo, first one that comes to mind. Of course. Uh, she said, Alison Krauss, when you say nothing at all. Yes. Another great one. Oh, my goodness. That one's fantastic. Alison Krauss is very underrated. I think she's a fantastic artist. For sure. And uh, Whitley Holt, she was in the same office. And I love Whitley's answers because there was a couple that were just different. Uh, the B-52's Love Shack. She's like, when you talk about a love song, I think about Love Shack. And I said, okay. You know, Cactus Jack's uh, catchphrase came from that song. Bang, 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 bang on the door, baby. Yeah. Uh, she also said, Charlie Wilson, there goes my baby. Yeah. And Celine Dion, my heart will go on. That's, that's the, another. The song from 1996 or 8 yes. or whenever the Titanic came out. It's one of those songs that, you know, as a, a child and especially as a boy that wanted to try to fit in, you made fun of people. Oh, that's such a girly song, blah, blah. But then you're knowing all the words you and singing it in private. And you still went and saw Titanic. Uh, we played it in middle school band. Yes. I mean, maybe you did. No, I, I, I did. Didn't, well, I, we we, we did, heard I think, you. I think seventh grade or eighth grade, um, yeah. we played that song. Another one on mine that comes from eighth grade or at least your eighth grade that you played. You'll be in my heart. Yes, uh, Phil Tarzan. Collins from Phil, Tarzan. Phil, Phil, Phil Collins. Yeah, we did play that one. That was a fantastic. So one. that was one that always stood out to me. Uh, oh, I have a Disney one that I, I don't even have on here. I mean, there's Disney has its own. Oh list, my god, its own category. Um, a whole new world. A whole new world is an amazing. I mean, thing. I can belt that song out right now. But I don't. And, I don't. I mean, need we're not. You to. We're not going to. Disney but, will sue us. Yeah, but I the rest of the people oh will probably like, oh, thanks for promoting us. Disney yes, would sue Disney's us. Disney will so. sue us. I mean, the fact that we just listened or just promoted that, they might sue us anyway. So. Yes. So. Um, you got so, any more songs? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, honorable mentions. Uh, this I promise you. It's another great and one. And I will take you in my arms yeah, mm-hmm. and hold you right where you belong till the day my life is through. This I promise you. Yeah. Yep. Um, this one's unconventional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by Bruno Mars. It's called That's What I Like. Okay. And I just, 
it's it's really catchy. Um, uh, jump in the Cadillac, girl. Let's put some miles on it. Anything you want, just to put a smile on it. You deserve it, baby. You deserve it all. And I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah, give it to him. Give it to him. I think. Give it to him. That's just one of my Woo! favorite songs. Uh, all my life uh, and crazy by Casey and JoJo. Uh, I knew I loved you, Savage Garden. Uh, Johnny Diaz. Okay. Um, thank God it's I got Diaz? her. It's Diaz. Yeah, Johnny Diaz. Okay. Um, thank God I got her. Is uh, I don't know it's if you've one. heard that one. It's really, really sweet. Um, ben Rector, favorite song. And that Have you heard that one before? No, I've not. Look that one up, dude. That one is it's phenomenal. I'm not even going to try to sing it. I would mess it up. Uh, and then uh, Kenny Chesney, I lost it. Um, that's another good one. And that's that's a fantastic one. Uh, no one can make me laugh, make me cry, make me smile, or drive me wild, mad like she does. Um, just really, really good, really good stuff. So those those are my honorable mentions. Cool. Um, so uh, before we jump in, I, I, I have a segue. Here, okay, so. go for it. Segue in. I don't want to close my eyes. Don't want to fall asleep, eh? I don't want to fall asleep because that would be bad. We're recording a podcast. That's called and narcolepsy. I don't want to miss a thing. So, Kyle, hit us with those social media social shout media. outs. Number one on the list <laughs> producer Ricky Lyles. Yes, We're producer Ricky. We're in his house. Recording he's right now. In his living room right now. Watching TV. Watching the television. But he's got an entry on this list. What has he got? He said, She got gold mine, and I got the shaft. I wonder what that's about, folks. <laughs> you read between the lines. <laughs> uh, next on the line, uh, your relative now, Chelsea W. Creech. I love Chelsea. I uh, said Heaven by Brian Adams, another uh-huh. great one. Yep. And When a Man Loves a Woman, Percy Sledge. That's, that's a great one. I'm trying to think if her and Michael... Uh, I, look, her and Michael got married... This is his brother and sister-in-law. Yeah, a year and a half ago. And I don't remember there being like dancing because it was outdoors. Um, mm. I do remember that I made everyone cry with my best man speech. Even though I wasn't the best man, but anyway, we, we're not going to give Dad a live microphone. No. So, <laughs> uh, my we danced at my wedding to uh, "Love Is." Well, I don't I think that's what's called "Love Is Real" by uh, John Lennon. She yeah, says, "Love Is Real." Yeah, "Real Is Love." Yep. and some other things. Yep. Uh, that's what we danced to. But uh, down the road, the road, uh, Jade Plath says, "Girl Old With Me" by Sonny Swinney. Okay. Uh, and Sandy Taylor says, Always and Forever by Luther Vandross. Oh, wow. Luther Vandross. And that's the thing. We, we named a lot of songs from like our era. Sure. But we missed a whole like cavalcade. Tons of, there, more. There's a word for cavalcade of songs from like the 60s, that sounds like 70s. a wrestling pay-per-view. A cavalcade. Um, cavalcade. You know, here at Cavalcade. Um, I don't even know if it's a word now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway. Um, but there's so many. Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, Barry White. Um, there, there's another honorable mention I forgot. Chris Rice. Um a friend of mine, when I was in college, uh, he's like, you ever heard of Barry White? And I was like, yeah. Well, he's like, well, this song right here is like Barry White meets Jesus. Because Chris Rice is a mm-hmm. Christian artist. And it was, um, uh, when did you fall in love with me? And it, that's a beautiful song. We're going to add that one to the Spotify list. It's nice. wonderful. I got to go back and make an edit. Okay, edit. Edit. Because edit. the name edit. of the song that's technically mine and Erica's is so much. But it is like parentheses. How does it feel? But the technical title how is so it, much. How does it feel? You got it wrong. It's fine. Because honestly, like. What was it? Two months ago or a month ago? I got my wedding date wrong because I just kept going yeah, well, on we and on. We were talking about. Uh, you said it was a no, um, favorite thing that happened in the last yeah, decade. Yeah, yeah. November twenty ninth kept rolling off the tongue. No, even but it's, Turtles. It's, it was in September. September. I remember listening to the podcast the next day, and I was in the shower, and I was like, "Did I really just say November?" And so I got out like and re-listened. Sure enough, got it wrong. So I went ahead and texted her. I was like, "Hey, listen to the podcast today. Let me just tell you that I got our wedding date wrong." I'm thankful I have a wonderful wife who just laughed at it and said yeah, that's hilarious. She's she's fantastic. So. Uh, but she chimed in on our What the What page, said so much by the Spill Canvas. Of course. And then Love by John Lennon, which is the song I was just talking fantastic. about. Fantastic. Uh, Chris Rode, our great, Chris loyal Rode. listener, has his own Spotify playlist. Yes, he does. Called Haley. Because he's who the, is Haley? That's his wife. Chris Rode is the perfect husband for like making an entire... Spotify playlist just about your wife. And he said, but he, you know, he's got a lot of her songs that remind him about his wife, but here's his top 10. So Chris went above and beyond. We each had a top five. Chris listed his top own top 10. 10. And, that, I mean, it's, and it's all songs remind him of his wife. So he's so much better. He didn't go back to middle school and talk about songs from there. Like he was there with me. He knows about those songs, yep, but not. He, he skipped all that. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Number one, Forever and Ever, Amen, Randy Travis. Number two, She's Like Texas, Josh Abbott Band. Yep. Number three, All My Life by Casey and JoJo. Had to be on there somewhere. Number four, You're Still the One, Shania Twain. This is the other Shania Twain, yep. not mine, but Chris got that one. 
um, from this moment, Shania Twain and Brian White. That's mine. Yep. Uh, Faithfully, a journey. Yes. Uh, Still the one, Orleans. Yep. Endless Love, Lionel Richie and Diana oh, Ross. That's, a that's good another one. one. Oh my goodness. A Good Woman's Love by Jerry Reed and Could I Have This Dance by Anne Murray. Uh Chris has his own playlist. Go listen to his, I guess. Or, yeah, or, or Eric's going to add, all, add all of these songs. And that'll be the uh, Haley subsection. A quick little note here. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentioned Endless Love. Um, a form, my former assistant principal, who's now a principal at Wilson Mills, um, me and her and some other coworkers. I think your mom might have even been in this group. So mm-hmm. uh, we went to out to eat one night at a um, another I've coworkers. Heard, I wasn't there. I heard about uh, it. And though. we did karaoke. And me and mm-hmm. Andrea Jones, my assistant principal at the time, we did "Endless Love" by Lionel mm-hmm. Richie and D- Diana Ross. So it was a fun time. Um, I'm just checking the Instagram real quick just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, there we go. Yep. So we did. We had one uh, Adam Sandler. Somebody kill me from the wedding singer. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic soundtrack. By that's the way. from Instagram. Eighties parody on Survivor. Uh, that's a great follower we have. Uh, yeah, he's really awesome about really uh, checking in, and he's going to be really super psyched because in May we're doing the first season of Survivor, and I yes. know he's a big Survivor. And I have fan, to go so. back and watch that a whole season. Yes, a whole season. Uh, but I do want to give Chris some credit real quick before we just skip over his last. Chris said, "Yes, these are unconventional love songs, and yes, Shania Twain has two songs on this list." They all remind me of my beautiful bride, Haley. Mm-hmm. And yes, these songs are on this playlist. So, uh, you know, got to give due credit where it's due for good Chris and his wife, Haley. Uh, we thank you guys, and I'm sure we've missed a ton. But that's the cool thing about stuff like this. We love to hear from you because each person has different memories. It's part of the things that we love about what we do with this podcast, the, the era from growing up and the moments and things that have special memories to us and the love songs and other songs, and how just music can have that effect with you. So one person we did not hear from tonight. Um, I don't. I don't think she had a chance to get. But uh, mm-hmm. Jenny Varnum. Yep. I'm really interested to see what her answers are. Yes. Because Jenny she usually does a really good job of, of chiming in. So uh, we, we might mention her um, her selections in a future episode. Sure. Um, and we'll make sure to get throw them on there on the list too. Yeah. I'm um, on the Spotify playlist, so we'll put that out there for everyone to go listen to. We thank you guys for tuning in. We thank you guys yep. for letting us know what your favorites are and. Heck, I'm excited to listen to all these songs. Absolutely. Um, and just again, for social media, uh, WTW underscore media and what the what media does Twitter and then Facebook and Instagram. Um, and hopefully one day YouTube. Um, you just uh, check us out there. So, all right, friends. All right, friends. A big thank you to producer Ricky Lyles, researcher yes, Tim Hutchinson. Wait, we, what did Tim research on this? Well, he's getting a credit regardless. <laughs> I'm fine with it. By all means, Tim is awesome. I'm thankful we have him in our, our court. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm giving him credit for all Tim the, was there, too. Yeah, he, he was in middle he school He was in middle school with us. That's yeah. right. So, uh, We hope you enjoyed this discussion as much as we did. We really enjoyed this discussion. I want to do this like every week. Um, and that you're as pumped uh, as we are for the rest of this journey into pop culture. Next week, Next we week. are discussing the movie Heavyweights. It's pretty much a movie about me and you. Yeah, exactly. It came out 25 years ago this month. So until next time, we could let our friends crash in the living room. This is our studio. We make the call. And I'm highly suspicious that everyone who listens to us wants us. We've podcasted for six months now, but honey, I want them all. <laughs> all right. Stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. Love and you guys. We will see you next week. Yeah. Bye. What the fuck?